Ted Jones messed with the wrong melon farmers. Ted Jones, I also call him the eighth wonder of the real estate world. Ted Jones, who knows, you know, it could be... Ted Jones? The Ted Jones World Podcast. Yo, yo, what is good? Episode 44 here of the Ted Jones World Podcast. I am your host, Ted Jones. Road trip alone? Pat Charmel joined uh, with me, as always, on the screen. Pat, how are you, bro? Say something cute. I didn't, I didn't go on a road trip. That wasn't me. No, you didn't. No. But our guest did. I'm going to get to him in a second, bro. What'd you eat today? I had uh, an avocado wrap. That's it? Yep. Clean. Very clean. All right, great. So we have with us today, for the third time, comedian Julio Calarati, Gal- excuse me, what? Julio Gallarotti, did it? that sound like Calarati. You better call him Roddy, because that's what I do. Good save, Ted Jones. Uh, again, like I said, third appearance on the podcast. His, he is on a Amazon series called Big Dogs right now that just came out last week. Julio, how the heck are you, me, John? From What's Chicago, up, right? I'm good, dude. What'd you say? Mm-hmm. In Chicago. I'm in Chicago. Um, I'm currently in my girlfriend's sister's room, which has become my little office. It's nice. very cute, as you would say. Um, very yeah. nice, man. Um, so, bro, we wanted to get you on the pod because uh, we were talking about you last week and uh, your your little trip across America, or uh, not fully across America, but definitely um, a solid amount of America uh, came up. And um, we just wanted to know, man, were you, were you safe on that trip? Were people taking Corona seriously? How did it look? Where, uh, what was your route? Just tell us a bunch of things, bro. That's a good question. Uh, I started off in Alabama. I, I had to go to Atlanta to shoot a uh, commercial, actually, um, which was crazy in and of itself. Like, I auditioned for it on, on the computer, like on Zoom, which I've never obviously done. Um, one for one, dude, Zoom auditions. Fuck yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so we started in Alabama and then I went to Mississippi and I spent like a couple nights in Mississippi. I went to Louisiana, Texas, but then Texas was getting kind of becoming a hot spot. So I kind of skipped my nights in Texas that I was planning. And then I went straight from, from like Eastern Texas to Oklahoma city. And then, you know, through Kansas, Colorado, Wyoming, uh, Idaho, Montana. Did I say South Dakota? I might have missed South Dakota. South Dakota, sorry. So South Dakota and Nebraska, I also missed too. But anyway, regardless, and Montana, North Dakota, Minnesota, Illinois. Um, and I would say that the only place where I didn't see anybody wearing masks was the Dakotas. Everywhere else, people were wearing masks. And I actually went to Mount Rushmore a couple of days before the Trump rally. Um, and it was, and I'm not, I'm not suggesting that this had anything to do with the Trump rally, but Mount Rushmore is always crowded in the summer, but dude, nobody wearing masks, everything. It's like, it was completely open. Um, and it was really crowded and it was a little stressful because of that. Um, but Um, you know, well, dude, okay. So my pops, my sorry, excuse me. My dad actually knows a guy who owns like a big bar in South Carolina and he's open like to the full public and nobody's down there wearing masks and like anyone who's telling him like bro what are you doing 
Like, this is just, this is insane that you're doing this. I mean, his only response is just, you know, I, I got to pay the bills, bro. Like, I'm not, not right. feeding my children, which I understand that thought process, but it's just a crazy situation for some business owners to have to be in now. I mean, were you seeing crowded bars all over the place, like everywhere or what? Uh, again, North Dakota, South Dakota, the only places where I, I wasn't going out. So like, I don't really know. And right. I wasn't really in big cities. So, but in Oklahoma city, the hotel bar was, had just reopened, it had been open. And you know, they were taking COVID very seriously because of the fact that Texas was getting crushed and they're right next to Oklahoma. So, um, the bar, there were no menus. So like you do that thing where you kind of put your camera over like a blockchain code and the menu pops up on your phone, which is like pretty cool. The waitress, the waitresses were all wearing face masks and had masks on. And there was a big glass thing dividing the bar. um, And they were seating every other seat. So, you know, they were taking it seriously, but things were still open. Now, the thing that I noticed and that I think is interesting is that I've been in New York this whole time. I see how to everybody in the tri-state area, mask is an absolute no-brainer. Everybody knows people who's like died or have had it really bad or so-and-so, this and that. But I've noticed that just like every other places in the country, it's just not like that. Should it be like that? Sure, probably. But it's just not like that. I was in Florida for a while. People were not all wearing Why masks. Why is it? What's the disconnect, do you think? They just didn't get hit as hard yet until now. So like when it was, ba- we got it really bad in New York. And quite frankly, until it was really bad in New York, people weren't all wearing masks either. So like, I don't necessarily even think that, I mean, obviously as a country, we're being stubborn and stupid about it. But in my opinion, like, I don't think that all these other places are just doing nothing. Like they're open, but they're like trying to, to do things. Some places, I can't speak for every part of the country. Obviously Texas is getting hit really bad. So I, avoid, I avoided Texas for the most part. But even in like, uh, and then some states haven't really gotten it that bad. So and even though there were signs, there was like wear masks, this and that. Like in Mississippi, in a couple of the counties that I was in, there was barely any COVID. Like in one county, one place that I was, there had not been a single case. So obviously nobody's wearing masks there, you know? Wow. Um, and I, you know, I think, I don't, I don't know. I don't know who was like, but I do know that the Dakotas, nobody wearing masks. I didn't see signs really. And I thought that that was a little off-putting, but everywhere right. else, it seemed like they were at least aware of it. And I feel, yeah. and I feel like also in um, other parts of the country besides New York, I mean, Manhattan was like that. What was it? It was like Manhattan and then Long Island. So like, that was kind of like the epicenter, you know, people traveling from Long Island to New York city every day for work. And then people in New York city, you know, right next to each other on the train, maybe not wearing masks, yada, yada. So it got out of control. Right. Now it seems like New York city is doing uh, very well. So dude, I just want to get to the question that I think everyone wants to know about. 5,300 miles, 11 days alone. Mm. <laughs> what, 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 what made you do that, bro? Like, honestly, dude, I had just been, uh, I had been like a, a, a guest for so long. Like I had been staying with people and, you know, I live with people as it, as is in like their space and it's fine. But like typically throughout mm. the day, everybody's kind of coming and going. We're not like all on top of each other all the time. Um, so now during all this, I've just, I feel like it's been hard to kind of like have my own space in a way, um, which made the idea of being alone much more appealing than it would normally be. So like I was staying on Long Island with friends and then I was staying in Florida with friends. And then 
I was trying to think of some way that I could justify doing this. And then when I had to go to Atlanta to shoot this commercial, I was like, okay, well, that's cool. Like I'll be making, I'll get like a nice paycheck and now I have to fly. And then where am I going to go after that? So even though I don't think people would have necessarily had an objection with me coming to stay with them after, like, for example, I'm with my girlfriend's family now. I don't think they would have cared. Like they would have been fine with me shooting the commercial and flying up there. But I was like, no, you know, like I'm going to make sure that I'm, I'm safe, whatever, whatever. So I figured that like being going off by myself <laughs> for, for 10 days would like offset the effects of having to fly and stuff. And when in reality, you know what I mean? I was checking in and out of hotels, this and that. So like realistically, my risk of spreading something was just as high doing the road trip, but I did try to make it a COVID friendly road trip. I wasn't like going in, I didn't go to Dallas for the day. You know what I mean? Like I was avoiding big cities for the most part. The biggest cities I really was in, I was in Minneapolis at the end. And then I was in Oklahoma city. Neither the, I mean, Oklahoma city is not a big city really. Minneapolis kind of is. Um, so, and then the rest of the time I was staying in like random places to be honest. So, Right. So, um, you know, we obviously think it's sick. Uh, Pat and I were discussing how him and I might go on a road trip this summer. You should, Just man. kidding. I mean, we're, I, I don't think so. I don't, th- <laughs> I don't think we're, we're um, in the mood to do that, especially now, man. It takes, it takes quite the person to do that alone. It's very impressive. So, dude, did, you. your girl, did your girlfriend or, like, was your family like, all right, dude, what are you doing? Like, this is the weirdest thing anyone's yeah. ever done. It's funny. Like I was, I was with, I was staying with my friend Ricky in Florida and he has been like pretty cautious about all the, we know Ricky, Ricky Velez episode 20. We know Ricky, of course. (laughs) Way to pull the episode number out of your pocket. Yeah. You like that? Go ahead. Um, so I was with him. He's, he's been pretty cautious, you know, rightfully so he's, I've always kind of viewed him as a guy who's like pretty cautious about stuff, um, in general. So he's been, you know, pretty cautious (laughs) about this stuff. He's trying to avoid traveling all that. So I booked this commercial and then I didn't really tell them in too much detail my plan. Like I told them I was going to drive to Hillary, but I didn't kind of like tell them about the whole plan because I knew they were going to think that was crazy. And I didn't need that. Like you're crazy energy. I need to, I want to try to avoid that as much as possible. <laughs> so I didn't really tell him too much about it. We just kind of, I, we kind of agreed that we to disagree on it. And then uh, I get the phone call from the travel coordinator and they're like, Hey, so you're flying out of Palm beach. Like where will your destination be after and I'm sitting next to Ricky and I'm kind of uh-huh. like, uh, anywhere in Alabama is cool. Like, I guess like Mobile or Mobile would be great. But if not, I know there aren't a lot of flights that so maybe Birmingham. And I see him being like, like the look on his face is like, what the fuck? Just holding, holding his head, shaking his face. <laughs> like just, Ricky's just going. <laughs> no, he respects me. He knows. Classic he, knows Ricky he knows that I'm like, that's some me shit, as he would say, maybe. Or like, right. he knows that that's some shit I would do. Right. So I think that like. And then once Dude, I was actually I feel on the like, road, I feel like the I people to who really, day. yeah, but I, yeah, I feel like the people who really do also know, you know, that it's such a you trip and dude, I felt like I was on it for at least half of the trip being on speakerphone <laughs> and we were just screaming, just insane shit to each other, doing a little rap. I did. I talked to you once. I talked to you an hour a day. Like, dude, literally dude, just continuously being like, "Help me, John. You're just like making up <laughs> dumb words. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's quite the water jug you got there. Julio staying hydrated, even in Chicago. Your boy Ted Jones over here has got the solo cup with water. Pat, what are you working with? Show us what you're working with, pal. Ikea's oh, finest. Clean yes. Ikea glass. We love that. Dude, so you guys I was are also thinking about. Ripped, dude. You, dude, 
Oh my God, bro. It's so funny you mentioned that. I was going to say how like guys only work out for like the approval of other guys. Like, dude, I, I told you, I told you. That's Julia not why I work out, dude. All right. Well, that's why I yeah, work out, either. bro. So, so fat. <laughs> I told, I told, I told uh, Julio that I saw this kid um, who like lives around my dad's house. I saw him at the coffee shop. And like the first thing I said to him, I was like, damn, dude, you look ripped. I was like, oh my God. God, why you can't just like go around saying that to other dudes? And then other dudes just be like, "Thanks, bro." Thanks, bro. I haven't I haven't worked out like, in three and since since quarantine. I have not really the weight. I've done I've like jump roped a few times, but I've done no other exercise. And you three. look lean, dude. Maybe because I have you do look lean and don't you guys exercise. Both look lean, man. I'm dude. I'm trying to drink a bunch of water because I'm a fat ass, dude. I mean, I kind of. I kind of like lost, I think I got a little lean on the road trip because I wasn't really eating much because you know, it's hard to eat a shit ton on the road. And I wasn't like buying a bunch of snacks. You were doing over 500 miles a day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was putting in, putting in work on the road, but I would eat, my meals weren't necessarily healthy, but I was eating less. I think. And now since I've been at my girlfriend's house, like there's so much food and like, I mean, dessert every day, dude, I'm just like, getting disgusting so i'm trying to like offset the damage by drinking a lot of water but i don't know we'll see I gotta work so out did you get to like did you interact with anyone like any locals or anything or not really dude i had a couple of great and a couple of great funny interactions so i was in north dakota and uh i'm sitting at this little diner i tried to like find sort of like local spots as yeah. best that i could i found this little diner and uh i'm sitting there and there are these three sisters sitting there and a waitress comes over and she's asking for their order. Somehow the ladies start telling them that they're sisters, which would never happen in like New York City. You, you, you don't get into, you know what I mean? There's like no time. The waiters are in a rush. Like, yeah. So they're like, oh yeah, we're sisters. Yeah. Like kind of talking like classic North Dakota accent. Then some guy walks mm-hmm. in. He was like an older farmer looking guy with a mustache and a hat and like really nice, warm face. Like he just looked like a nice guy. And he looks over at the table. He goes, oh, what are you ladies doing? Like they all knew each other. They're like, oh, hey, oh, yeah. And they just they literally just are going, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, back and forth, like straight out of Fargo. And then he goes, oh, I heard you pushed your neighbors out. Oh, <laughs> like talking about neighborhood shit. Yeah. He then sits down at the bar and the, <laughs> the waitress comes over. She's like, can I get you something to drink? And he goes, just water. And then to himself, he goes, good old water. <laughs> it was so fucking great, dude. I was just like, oh, a fly. I know. I was just a fly Damn. on the wall. But like a lot of shit like that. Just like ran- hearing people talk about random funny shit. It was, it was really interesting. <laughs> to kind of observe Had a great time. Good old water. Good old water. Good old that water. is hilarious, dude. <laughs> um, so, I, so just from thinking about the road trip to actually doing it, how long was this process? I mean, I got the invite, but I think it was on the 11th hour, bro, or 23rd <laughs> hour, maybe, if, the, if they're going to call it that. I asked you early on. The problem is I know that Teddy doesn't do well on the road in general. I don't know if it will be different in a road trip capacity, but, like, if you drive 100 miles with Teddy, you're not allowed to go to the bathroom. <laughs> like, driving. All right, dude. That's, <laughs> that's out of context, bro. Okay, I'll, out give, of context. I'll give some more context. You know, it's a tough drive from, you know, the city to Long Island where Teddy is during the summer or whatever. And it's, it's a shitty drive. And once we get on the road, I understand that he doesn't want to stop, but he gets really frustrated in traffic. And you just don't like driving. And maybe it's because you're from New York City and you're not used to long drives or whatever it might be. So I was kind of like, maybe Teddy isn't the best road trip date, but maybe he would be too. Maybe it would be fun. And the idea of having a good friend along was better than the idea of doing it alone at the time. Um, but 
in preparation, I uh, spoke. So, all right, I had like five or six days to plan this. I, I was trying to plan some version of it with my girlfriend for a weekend, whether it be going to Mississippi and because I was trying to go to states I'd never been to. So that was kind of the whole point of this also. So I was like, oh, maybe Mississippi and then we'll drive to Chicago or maybe I'll go to Chicago and from Chicago, I'll go to North Dakota and whatever. All, so, and I couldn't really piece that together. Once I had the commercial booked, I was like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make this, I'm going to plan this trip day by day and I'm going to plan it around national park registered sites because most of that's going to be open. Most of it's outside and all of it's like really cool shit. And it's not just like big national parks. It's not like only Yellowstone and the Grand Tetons. It's like, there's and Joshua Tree, there's like smaller shit too. There's like fucking Ulysses Grant's tomb in, in Manhattan. In Manhattan, there's a ton of them. And they're a bunch, and they're a bunch of them are like cool shit. Like they found this slave burial ground that was buried underneath Manhattan. That's like the most significant archeological- Manhattan, discovery. Kansas? No, this is in Manhattan, bro. The slave Manhattan, burial. what, in New York? Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm saying that that's all right, also, bro, I need to research that. My yeah. bad, dude. So that's, these are all national park registered sites. There's 419 of okay. them. They're all cool. They're all like off the, a lot of them are off the beaten path, whatever. So I figured I would plan a trip where I got to hit every state I hadn't been to, not including Alaska and Arizona too far out of the way. Um, but every other state that I had not been to, I was going to include. And on the way I was going to hit national park, these national park sites, at least one or two every single day. Um, and I kind of crafted the trip around that idea. That's exactly how I did it. It took me three or four days to kind of get it together. And then from there, you kind of do your checks and balances. I asked kind of my followers on Instagram and stuff to send me suggestions. And they sent me a bunch of really cool suggestions to of places that I wouldn't have thought of to go, including the George Floyd Memorial in Minneapolis, which was awesome. Um, and yeah, dude. And from there, I just fucking rented a car. Thank God I rented an SUV because I was trudging through flooded fucking waters. Sorry for swearing. Uh, trudging through like flooded highways half of the time, especially down south. If I'd been in like a Toyota Yaris, I would have floated away, dude. So I'm glad that I like spent a little extra money. It was man. a little expensive, but it was fucking fun, man. I had a great time. Nice, man. Uh, very cool that you did that, bro. Uh, something Thanks. that everyone should aspire to do. I guess if you have the patience, bro. But also at the same time, like if you and I potentially, Pat, I mean, I know you know this, but like if Julio and I, I guess, get together, usually we're freestyling, especially in a car. We're usually freestyle rapping. So that <laughs> usually passes the time, bro. Uh, speaking of rapping, Pat's close friend, Kanye West, running for office. He announced via tweet. Uh, but in a few states, it's too late for him to run uh, as an independent candidate. So he's running under the birthday party. Did you guys hear this? Yeah, I didn't see Kanye that. West I was wondering running what under the... Into. You know what it means? The birthday party means that when he's elected president, it will be everyone's birthday because of how joyous of a moment it will be. That's what he said. Nice. I can get down with that. Oh, you know, that whatever. could be true. So well, this, is, so this is what he, this is what he said in like an interview, dude. He did like a four-hour interview, and he's saying that he's done supporting Trump, but commends Trump for allowing God to still be part of the conversation. Okay, fair. That he's running for, said he's running for the birthday party, calls vaccines the mark of the beast. All right, good thought. Him and Joe says Planned Parenthood is yeah. Said Planned Parenthood is run by white supremacists uh, that do the devil's work. All right, what? That's an interesting thought, dude. And then he uh, also said that he had COVID in 
February. So Kanye West got a lot going on as usual. Pat, check in on him for us. I'm just kidding. That's not Pat's boy yet. But um, they do uh, have some of the same tendencies. Just kidding, Pat. You're, you're normal. What are you saying? You're just like... Same guy. Sorry, dude. I'm babbling, bro. I'm babbling. That's babbling, what they want to okay, hear. They want to hear about you. They want to hear about you and your good-looking self and your nice body. Jesus. All right. <laughs> Ted Jones World here. Episode 44. We got Julio Gallerati on the pod. And this episode is called Road Trip Alone. Yeah, and you guys are listening. It is great. All right, Julio, back to the juicy stuff, man. Uh, speaking of states, you see how I did that segue there was nice. from um, before? Yes. Um, which was your favorite? What was your favorite state that you traveled through? That's a, good, uh, that's a good question. I don't, you know, it's hard to say that I had one. And to be honest, I, like, I got sick in the middle of the trip, which is obviously disconcerting. Well, like yeah. I, was, I was sick. Mm-hmm. I had like some kind of sinus infection for like two days and my allergies had kind of been creeping up a little i thought and i was kind of googling like is it allergy season and it was like in the, in parts of the midwest and like kansas and uh wyoming and whatever so i was once i start once i hit wyoming which is must have been like seven or eight days in i started feeling legit sick so i bought a bunch of day quill and i was taking a bunch of medicine so that was really stressful because i thought maybe i have covid which would be so terrible if i'm a, being alone and having COVID if it starts getting worse. B, bringing COVID to my girlfriend and her family, not acceptable. Um, so, you know, that was stressful. So in theory, those are some of my favorite states, the like the Wyoming's, the Montana's. But because of how stressful it was being sick, like the day that I was in Yellowstone for the first time, I literally felt fully sick. I was just like powering through. I stayed in a nice hotel in Idaho, which they, I mean, was, it was nice to stay in a nice hotel if you're not feeling well, obviously. And then the next day started feeling better, thank God. So in theory, I've been to Wyoming before. Wyoming's incredible. Um, that would be up there. But I, it was more about just kind of like the experience. You know, as, as I'm sure you guys know, it's an incredible country. It's so big, so beautiful, so, many, so much different topography and, and everything about it. So each state, it's like its own little country, you know. So I really felt strong. I feel strongly about the fact that I've really had unique and cool experiences in each state. So I can't really say that I had one state that I like better or the most, you know what I mean? Uh, I was fortunate enough that every day I was sort of like filled with some cool new thing. Did you get tested? How do you know you didn't have it? I did not get tested. I was looking to get rapid tested before I came here, but by the yeah. time, um, by the time, that day came i was in minnesota and it was the day that i was going to be here already i felt completely fine yeah and um my symptoms weren't really covid symptoms i know that sounds bad since it's such a broad range of what covid symptoms are but i didn't have like any of the of the symptoms the main that, yeah like i had every cold symptom that wasn't listed on the covid symptoms right. you know, i never had the runny nose never had i never really had a fever i never so i felt like there was a good enough chance that it was just like the sickness that I tend to get when I'm run down because I yeah. was burning the candle at both ends. So right. I figure, I, I think I'm fine. I mean, I don't know. Um, right. Right. So Julio, um, earlier in the episode, you were mentioning George Floyd, of course, mm-hmm. and you just mentioned Minnesota. So, um, you know, just talking about, you know, you're unsure about your favorite uh, state for the most part, but I know that you and I were texting about just how moving that memorial was mm-hmm. at, uh, 
you know, excuse me, the George Floyd Memorial in Minnesota. So why don't you talk a little bit about that? Just give us some background about how it looked, dude. It was, it was really cool, man. I mean, I didn't know really what to expect and I had a car, so I was going to maybe drive down there, but I was kind of like, well, maybe it's going to be hard to park around there or whatever. So I kind of like saw how far away it was. It was theoretically walkable, but it was really hot. And also I was like, I'm going to drive. But um, I noticed that like the streets were closed off. You know, around, if you look at the, the George Floyd Memorial, if you type in the address of that Cup Foods where, where it happened, you know, um, you'll notice that it's temporarily closed for kind of like a radius of like a few blocks. So I was like, all right, I'll take an Uber to a place nearby and then I'll kind of go and check it out. So I did that. You get there and there's all these barriers blocking off the roads. Um, you can walk through and then there's somebody sitting underneath a little tent hand sanitizer they're like would you like some hand sanitizer before you go check out the memorial i didn't even realize it was a memorial yeah i just thought it was like the site of where it happened or whatever i was like oh yeah sure so take a little hand sanitizer walk up there and then for like that whole intersection it was really uh, like amazing just flowers and there's kind of like all the names written of all the like recent kind of victims of you know police stuff over the past x amount of years their names all kind of on the written on the pavement and kind of murals of George mm-hmm. Floyd, all this crazy, like, and kind of cool graffiti. Um, but the thing that I found the most interesting was, you know, this is a while after this kind of story has unfolded, like weeks and weeks after. And there was people sitting in the parking lot of a gas station uh, in the area, and they were just having, like, a conversation about race. And, like, everybody who was there were talking about, like, race. It was just crazy. The idea of how much of an impact this has had because so many things, things like this have happened. And obviously this is like kind of the cult, the, the recent culmination of it all. But it was amazing to see that like these people are there actually like talking about race and talking about, you know, all the things that everybody's been posting on Instagram. And like, it, this is just like a group of people who were like committed to being active about whatever this is trying to, you know, be part of what, of the movement, I guess. And um, it was powerful. Yeah, and figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, really cool. Absolutely, um, absolutely, man. And yeah, I sat, you know, obviously tragic, but like moving in, in in a way that's positive, you know, also because it's amazing how everybody's kind of come together to try to, you know, make change, I guess, or whatever. Um, and it was really cool, man. I, I would definitely, if anybody's around there, I recommend checking it out. Yeah. You know. Um, do you know exactly where it is in Minnesota? I mean, I'm sure we can just Google it right now, but um, yeah, it's at, here. Let me look right now. 3759 Chicago Ave in Minneapolis. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah, dude. Well, so, um, that, that's great that you, um, you took some time to go over there, man. Uh, but definitely it's, it's still in the news and rightfully so. Another thing that um, is actually also on the news right now, uh, back over to some sports, Patrick Mahomes signed a $503 million deal as a quarterback that wow. is – a lot of money, Kansas City Chiefs. And then LeBron uh, asked him for on Instagram. He was like, yo, let me give five bucks. It was a very cute <laughs> moment between two, two uh, athletes that are both great. And also, excuse me, today, 10 years ago, LeBron was on ESPN at the Boys and Girls Club. And uh, he made the announcement that he was going to be taking his talents to South Beach. It's crazy to think that he was only 25 also. Because I would have said the same shit, I mean, now. I'm 28 and a half. Are people like, still mad yeah, at him I'm taking about that? my talents to South Beach. What? Are people still mad at him about that? Well, you know, I think people, 
from all over the basketball world who had a chance, like the five or six teams that he was thinking about going to are like super upset and are looking back at the legacy, especially like the New York Knicks dude. Like, can you imagine if LeBron came to the Knicks, it would have just been a completely different dynamic. They didn't deserve him. Worst what? franchise in sports, dude. Yeah, dude. The New York <laughs> Knicks are Wait, not so that great. 500 mil. Is that like the biggest NFL contract ever? Yes. Yes. Is it the biggest American sports contract ever or in general sports contract? I'm not that I'm not a hundred percent that I'm not a hundred percent sure about. And the 503 million I think is with the incentives. So like how many he's, years he's guaranteed I mean, 10 years. He's guaranteed over 45 mil uh, per year for 10 years. And who did, who's he's it with? He resigned. Insane. Yeah. The Kansas city chiefs. Oh. He's a, he's a, I mean, he won MVP man. So he's the real yeah. deal. So dude, um, you know, we're talking a lot about coronavirus and obviously everyone is slowly starting to freak out except for Donnie T. He wants um, schools to be open in the fall. Otherwise, he will seriously be cutting uh, some of the funding for our education system. I heard that. And dude, some colleges are going remote this year for a majority of their students, but tuition is not changing would you still go to where you went to college julio if you had to pay that private school money and you had to sit in your dorm and go to class dude i didn't understand any of that like at the time so probably but if i knew what i know now obviously no shot but at the time i'd be like yeah like i'm gonna still do it like it'll be like whenever you know i mean i didn't realize that i would have to pay it back (laughs) um (laughs) you know what i mean right yeah but like I did, I did realize yes, that, but do. I didn't realize that I couldn't just pay 10 bucks a month. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't realize that I was going to actually owe a shit ton of, like, an amount of money that I would have to kind of, like, plan a lot for. So, I don't know. But it's definitely a good question because, like, you know, the whole point of college is getting that experience. And, you know, we played sports in college as well. I would want to be doing that. And, obviously, your eligibility is affected. Yeah, we and, did, and, like, yeah. You could just say whatever. I'll start a year later. But then, like. If that becomes two years, then, you know, you lose a year of eligibility and all that stuff. So um, I don't know, man. I would just really hope that school was going to be going on normal and see from there. I don't know. What about you guys? At this point, if I knew what I knew now, I'd just be like, yo, let's go on YouTube. Check out your boy, Gary V. Julio looks like Gary V too. You know, the motivational guy. I don't give a shit. You look like him. (laughs) You guys know Gary V? I get that sometimes. Hopefully you do. Anyway, Julio, um, uh, another thing uh, about your close amigo, Donald Trump, uh, he's thinking about banning TikTok. Didn't you get like a million views on one of your most recent uh, videos? It's yeah, insane. But anyway, dude, so he, um, he's TikTok? mad, I think, because of the rally. I think he's mad because all oh, those kids banned oh, yeah. him. First yeah. of all, not my boy. Second of all, TikTok, <laughs> TikTok is an American CEO, dude. Like TikTok is like, it's not just Chinese. I mean, he's just Trump kind of like spewing nonsense. I don't think. I didn't no even way. know it was a Chinese company. I, I thought it was just who they like, what does that even mean? Like they app developers or they own it? I don't like, how is it a Chinese yeah. company? I'm not really sure the specifically. I assume, I mean, I guess like it partially owned by some Chinese companies or whatever. And they were saying early on hmm. how like, you know, you might be giving your private data to China by using it, by opting in or whatever, which is like, could be true, I guess, but I don't think that he's not going to stop TikTok. Dude. I don't think he can do that. I mean, I don't we'll know. see. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Julia, we got a we got a we got a few more minutes here, bro. Um, 
I just I, I want to uh, pick your brain a little bit just for a second. When do you think that stand-up comedy is going to come back, man? 50% bars? What's going to When's it going to come back? Well, a couple like uh, a couple of friends of mine had road gigs this weekend in Salt Lake City. Um, and, you know, she said that it was good, but like, I think she's canceling her future dates. Um, flying has not been that bad of an experience. I've flown a few times during this and it's been okay. It actually feels like kind of cleaner in the airport and on planes than maybe it would elsewhere. And I know your mom said that to me, which sounds funny. Like just saying your mom said that to me, just sounds funny. Whose mom? Your mom. My mom? Yeah. But she was saying about Were you, you know, texting the airport. my mom? No, dude. When I saw her, the airport experience <laughs> sounding so funny. Like, what, what, all right, dude. Right now, what, the airport experience with my mother. I don't know what you're talking about. Dude. All right, whatever. But anyway, like, I didn't find the airport experience <laughs> too bad. But anyway, I mean, it depends where you are. I know that there's like comedy sort of happening some places. New York City and yeah. LA, I definitely, it doesn't seem like it's going to happen this year. I know they're doing outdoor comedy in New York a little bit, and that's been kind of like, seems like people like it. I haven't really been in the city much, so I don't know. Um, I'm supposed to perform for the troops in September, but like as of now, we're not even right. allowed to go other con- to other countries. And actually, the U.S. passport, because of COVID, they say now ranks around like it used to be kind of a top ten strength password. They're saying now it ranks 28th in the world for passport strength because of all the guidelines with uh, COVID and stuff. Just kind of crazy, but yeah, like I have a I had a trip planned to Greece wow. and. We can't even go if we wanted because now they're not taking people from the U.S. And one of the hotels won't refund us. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. We're open. So tough shit. Like, what? Um, but as far as comedy, dude, I don't know. And I'm sure that, you know, that performing for the troops situation could be a good benchmark of, like, when the road, quote, unquote, comes back. Because if we can do that, you imagine that you could probably perform in cities where there's a lot of COVID or whatever. So I don't know. We'll see. Word. All right, man. Well, uh, thanks for your insight, dude. We we want to see you back on stage soon, man. Or just, you know, <laughs> within six feet of us, bro. You're a lovely <laughs> looking man. Dudes, dudes. Okay, almost almost random, but it will be a year anniversary of my jaw surgery, um, ladies and gentlemen, listening and watching on July 17th. So I went to the hospital July 17th, had TMJ surgery, was in the hospital July 17th, 18th, and then the 19th, we had to go back into the ER, fix it, screw it a little bit. I had gums, you know, that were being depleted, had to get it fixed, got a nice smile now. Hey, still can't are you feel fully the chin. healed? Are you fully no, healed? No, dude, still, I, can't, I, still can't, I still can't feel my chin, but it's getting better uh, each day, bro. Julio, but anyway, whatever. You guys can go back to episode one, see me with my face, I'm not talking like this. Julio. <laughs> As we wrap it up here, bro, um, I want to hear the best, excuse me, we want to hear the best story of the 11-day road trip. What do you got for us? Right. First of all, Charmel, is your background like a green screen Zoom background? It looks like it's not real. No, it's real. <laughs> it looks like you're in fucking Africa or something, like, yeah. a, like a safari ranch. <laughs> um, all right, best experience. <laughs> best experience of the road trip. Um, I went to this I went to this place called Doe's Eat Place in uh, Greenville, Mississippi. It's like a really famous steakhouse. And, you know, supposedly Jerry Jones will park his private plane to fucking get steaks from there uh, on his way back He's to the Texas. owner of the uh, Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. Right. Um, and I had a really great experience going there, mostly because I was listening to this podcast called 1619. It's kind of like about race and like the history of 
of you know being black in America and all this stuff. And I was kind of listening to this podcast and they were talking about places that I was literally driving through while I was listening to it. And this podcast won a Pulitzer Prize. Like it's one of the first podcasts ever won a Pulitzer Prize. Um, and it was just such a crazy thing, like driving through these obscure parts of Mississippi, listening to this cool shit. Um, and just this really interesting, mind-blowing stuff. And then having like a crazy meal at this random restaurant. I should check it out. Um, I really enjoyed that. And uh, yeah, man. Julio, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Julio Gallarotti, episode 44 here. Road trip alone? Bro, you're beautiful. <laughs> you're both beautiful. I love you both so much. Thank you for joining me today. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Peace, man. Peace. See you later.